after show. Oh, people are going to be like, is Alex off their meds? And it's like, no, Alex. Why would people say that about Alex? Who says that? Oh, Alex is just manic and not good at uh, podcasts this week. Mm, You should run for president. (laughs) Did you uh, read that um, big trigger warning article going around about the woman with bipolar? No. Oh, I want to mm. hear what, uh, what what was did someone do something upsetting? Uh, no, no. It's it was just a really I mean, she heavily triggered warnings this for, you know, the big self-harm. Um, but um it's in the Guardian by a person named Vivian Ho and it's called Intoxicating Highs in Deep Darkness: Living and Loving with Bipolar Disorder. Huh. And it was, you know, the um, the <laughs> hip hop man's recent episode, I think, that moved her to uh, write this. The 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 what? Kanye West. He's having a so manic he's... episode. Oh, the hip hop man. Yeah, I. Oh wow, that's a hoof. Ah, uh. <laughs> sucks, man. It, <laughs> it sucks. sucks so hard. I, I had a friend who used to be a little bit manic and decide to run for office. <sighs> <laughs> Can you imagine if John Roderick was on city council now, what that would be like? How crazy that would be? Yeah, yes. I, I think about that sometimes. and I Especially now. I mean, it's with yeah. all the craziness. I I, uh, I think that I'm. I, I mean, you guys are on a t- uh, tear right now, but the part of the reason. Oh, are you enjoying the program? Oh, I love. Oh, I adore it. I I had to stop listening for a bit just because I was like, oh. This guy really is uh, <laughs> just. Oh, he's having a having a Kanye. He's having a, a time right now. It, it, like sometime after the van uh, ep- episode, I'm like, mm, you're on Lamictal, but probably not the right amount. Uh, I just cut that out. <laughs> you sound like you sound like Donna when Donna <laughs> says to Craig, "Yeah, is there something that you're taking that you should be taking a lot more of, or maybe a lot less of?" It's called caring too much. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like that to my new friend Donna. (laughs) She drove me here. She she drove me here. Hey, uh, hey, Craig, can I get a ride home? She drove me here. I love that show. (laughs) Oh, Donna, I love that name. Never change it. Wasn't gonna. (laughs) Craig. I I I don't like turkey neck. We should split a turkey sometime. Oh, what a gift. Now we're on 30 Rock. We're on a 30 Rock now. And boy, are we ever balls deep in 30 Rock right now. What a fucking amazing show that is. I need to uh, re- rewatch that. It's pretty good right out of the gate. But that episode, first season's a little bit weird because they're trying to figure out what to do with Rachel Dratch, who is mm-hmm. amazing. Mm-hmm. And also Tina Fey's former, I believe, legit, like Second City comedy partner, right? Yeah, uh, they were all buddies. They were a double act in uh, Second City. And yeah, but the episode called Tracy Does Conan is where I feel like that show really, I mean, they're all good, but it really comes to life where Tracy's having, of course, an episode and he has to be on Conan and he's, he's, uh, um, what's the phrase? He's uh, Tracy's old school bananas right now or something like that. And um, he keeps hallucinating this uh, Rachel, Rachel Dratch as this like grimace-looking <laughs> character who keeps showing up. 
And Dr. Spaceman. It's the first appearance of Dr. Spachaman. Oh, Dr. Spaceman! <laughs> Dr. Spaceman! Dr. Spaceman! <laughs> I love him so much. Oh. Um, so, do you use Better Touch Tool? Uh, no, I okay, should. I no, that... no, 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 no. Only because in the time since we took our break um, from the main episode to now, I figured out why I was using 99% of my CPU, and now I'm happy. Why, why was it? Uh, I mean, I don't want to compromise your OPSEC. I had experimental sync turned on, where it, an experimental super beta, maybe even alpha feature to sync your settings between devices that frequently oh. makes it peg to 100% for until you tell it to stop. Ah, uh, like, uh, yeah, that sounds like a, I've, I've done the same thing with Devin Think, where I'm like, what is going on? Oh, you still use that. That's so cool. I, I, I'm like on and off with it because it's a really great tool for research, in my mm-hmm. opinion, and, and, um, you know, just keeping PDFs and library. Well, you know. Yeah. Ever since Dropbox got weird, or not Dropbox, ever since, um, what's the elephant? Evernote got weird. I have been well. Yeah, that's that's initially years ago why I uh, started using it is because all the smart fruit boys were like, "Oh, this is really great," and I'm like, "Ah, you know what? This is expensive, but it was worth it." Um, yeah, I think it was. I want to say Stephen Berlin Johnson wrote a really good piece about how he uses years ago, probably ten or more years ago, how he uses Devin Think to write his books. It was really good. Oh, interesting. Yeah, let's see if I can find it. I think it's Devin Think. I don't. It might have been Tinderbox, but I think it's Devin Think. Devin Think. Steven. Turns out, here it is. 2012. Anyway, Ooh, um, internet. Ooh. <sighs> I'm hoarse. I've been doing too many podcasts. You had a big, big week. Huge week. Got this one. I got. I got. I got one tonight. I got. You look nice today. Tomorrow, and I got Brett Terpstra on Friday. And where would people go to find you? Look nice today. Um, we should probably get a better URL for this. I, I've stopped posting li- the link to the podcast because I really do want to kind of push people toward YouTube. But you can go to CaliforniaKing.org. Yeah. It, just YouTube. It's so good, everybody. I think the last one was very funny. The last go one was to, very YouTube. old school. We don't know what we're doing. You look nice today. And I think it was kind of funny. I, oh, it's so weird to watch it in the best way. Like, I mean. I think Scott might be the wow. best at it as a video thing i mean it's really fucking hard um also he doesn't laugh at his own jokes <laughs> yeah 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 it's um but it's it is so fucking fun to do and i love that alex or that you're alex i love that um adam is really starting to spread his wings again with adding stuff someone yes yes sorry <laughs> yeah when he, when he drops in the video of him doing karate as a kid oh my god i fucking lost it because i i don't know what that stuff's going to be Mm-hmm. So the way we do it is we record usually at 11 on Thursday or Friday. We, you know, usually stop around, you know, 40 minutes in. Adam cuts a raw copy for us to look at. I, I do my jobs of, you know, the, ti- the title ideas, description. I, I write the description with help from them. I do the graphic. I get all that ready while he's editing the video. And... Um, and then I don't see the finished video until it's on YouTube. Really? So it's a, it's a treat for me too. Yeah. Oh. But we got a fucking. I don't want to credit him because I think he, yeah, when he left Slate, I think he started a podcast network for children. So I don't want to credit him by name. But fucking Andy Bowers, dude. Uh, the Taintly Foundation announcement at the beginning. That's Andy Bowers. What? 
Oh my. Yeah, I, I gave, I even, I feel so bad. I gave him, I was like, Andy, is there any chance you'd want to do this for us? Because he was great pals with Scott back when Scott worked for the fruit company, obviously. He was the point of contact for Slate podcast. Oh my and, gosh. Uh, but still, I, 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 even though he's been gone for, I think, at least a year now, I still love it when <clears throat> one of the member episodes comes up. This episode is part of your Slate Plus membership. I, <laughs> the cadence is so tattooed on my brain. Mm-hmm. But I can't believe we got him to say the Taintly Foundation. It made me so happy. <laughs> it's just so, so good. There's one we haven't used yet. Did I, pl- I played you these, right? We got another nope. one we haven't used yet. Oh, we got another one we haven't used yet. Don't don't play for me yet. Don't play. Okay, good. I don't play for surprised. me yet. All right. <laughs> Um, what a nice man. The other day, someone uh, mistook me for Adam Lysagor, and it's the nicest compliment I've ever gotten in my life. In what, 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 what context? Um, just, uh, f- I forgot. Um, oh, mm, the, the, online just saying confusion? One of uh, Merlin, the co. He, wait, hold on. Let me try to find the tweet. Uh, people have done that before, but I, I think it was. They were like, uh, oh, you're the quiet one who records with Merlin. And I'm like, yes, that is correct. But they thought that I was Adam Lysagor and not Alex Cox. They did not know who Alex Cox was. Uh, just based on my tweets, thought I was Sandwich, oh, I, I guess, see. somehow. That's actually weirdly understandable, probably. I, people have said that before, and I'm like, it's the quiet one. Well, not just you, but really anybody. Like... I listen, I was a I had already become a pretty big fan of Mabim Bam before I could conclusively regularly know that this is uh, Justin and this is Griffin. It, yep. Now, of course, now I mean, you know, I have it in my bones. But <laughs> oh, yeah. there's a lot of podcasts <laughs> I listen to where I, especially if it's people of the same gender, usually men, but like um, sometimes women. But like if it's all a certain gender, like I I don't know who each person always is. Like I know I like Akila Hughes, but I, I don't I don't know her voice in particular. But I know I always enjoy everything she's on. It took me like two years to tell the difference between the Chapo guys, which sounds wild. Uh, now it does. Now, yeah. <laughs> but going well, and and like going uh, going back and listening to early episodes that sound so bad, I was like, okay, I see how I <laughs> messed yeah. messed this one up. Uh, per, permit me to, or mm, mm, I don't know why I'm so overly cautious today. What is going on? Uh, but you, you've been burned, you know, you've been burned by life. You touch the stove. No, nah, I've, I've, I am lucky. Um, oh boy, do I feel more lucky than ever. Yeah. Do you, do you, um, can you, can you say whether or not school is going to be happening or is it like a part-time situation for you guys? Havesies? Um, I, well, one thing is like when you have a kid in a school, it generates a lot of communication. So I'm, I mostly rely on my wife who uh, process. I know this is just, it's just a typical dude thing, but she, that is the part. Okay. How can I put this? So like everybody has jobs and like uh, one of one of her jobs is that she is sort of the um, the nexus of communications officially in and out of our household. So like she does stuff like she fills out the survey or she like, you know, watches the Zoom call for the town meeting or town hall or whatever. But it's my understanding that uh, it's going to be I think it's going to be a mix. But I. At first, 
I, so they landed on this, I think, last week. Okay, I'm sorry I sound really stupid, but it's changed and gone back and forth and been, like, no information for a lot of the time because there was nothing to give information about. Mm-hmm. It's like, as the, the as the comedian says, it's like trying to shoot a bullet with a bullet. It's very mm-hmm. much like I was talking about on Back to Work. Like, how do you plan fucking anything right now? You know, the, the classic example from the spring was, okay, well, we know in early March the school's closed. So we knew, they knew they had to pivot hard into some kind of online teaching, which anybody who does anything online or with teaching can tell you is not something where you push a button and make that go. What do you do for the kid in the southeast part of town who doesn't have internet or a computer? Like, mm-hmm. how do you do that? So they pivoted hard. They steered into that, and they did a great job trying to get that up and running fast with the Zoom calls and the assignments. And then they get the whiplash of, oh, by the way, everybody wants to reopen the schools again. You're like, well, okay, well, which one are we doing? That's not the same. There's no, there's no a big thing called teach, teach kids. It's, these are all yeah. incredibly different kinds of decisions. Mm-hmm. And so I think the plan right now is for every kid, every kid will have to get, will, will, sorry, every kid, at least at my kid's school, will be given a, um, I think a, a, a school, you know, Chromebook, even though she already has a Chromebook, she uses for school. But everybody's going to have the same setup, which is kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and I th- it's my understanding that coming in is optional right now. But I, given how things are going right now, I would not be surprised if it goes to a declaration of completely online. No, wait a minute. Okay, I'm getting my, my brain is on farting. I think it starts out totally remote, and within a few weeks, they'll look at whether it's okay to come in. I think that's what it's at. But no, it's a fucking mess, you know? I mean, that's the other thing is I was going to say I know a lot of uh, folks who their kids, it's optional to go in, but how do you track that? Like, what? I, it... I, 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 I get where the logic or the supposedly the logic comes in with that. But I mean, then it's going to be an, another signifier of like, oh, these are the kids who go to school and these are the kids who stay home. And especially in, you know, different parts of the country that are either red or mixed, like a purple state, it's going to be a mess and friend groups are going to be like cliques are going to be defined by this. It's gonna be so weird there's a there's a there's a tweet that's been sitting in my drafts for at least a couple weeks that i don't dare post because it's just you know but but like it's along the lines of well the white house says everything is up to the governors the governors say everything is up to the mayors the mayors say Mm -hmm. everything is up to the Mm -hmm. school board the school board says well who's it up to now the kids the Mm -hmm. parents Mm -hmm. so like and it's like it's such a colossal passing of the buck now, now the, the generous view of that passing of the buck, and I'm going to give you a, a, a very, very, very short reading series from Mr. Gregg in a second, is that there's not the guidance is not there. And the guidance that is there is confusing. And when the guidance is clear, there's rarely a mandate with a budget. <laughs> and it's like, yeah. well, you know, what do, what do we fully commit to one way or another or another mm-hmm. or another right now if, 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 if it's still up to somebody different that i have no control or agency over to say yes or no and like yes i think that's kind of what you're describing here is from above we're not getting a ton of useful guidance and from if you like below or you know at the trench level of the parents the teachers the kids like 
all we know is like everybody, all of the parents on the Zoom calls that we are on are like, yeah, it's not time. Like, seriously. But here's a cognitive bias. How many of those are dads and moms that are cool using Zoom and a computer to go to a town meeting? You have to, I think, you know, if you've got, like I said, I'm back to work. It all falls apart at the point of like, we can't reopen the economy until we open the schools because but we can't open the schools until we reopen the economy. Like you can't, <laughs> mm-hmm. mom, and I'm going to say mom, if a mom has even one, let alone three kids, she's not going to be able to go back to the job. There's, there's, a, there's a housing crisis. There's a child care crisis. Did I send you that in these times link? I don't think so. There's a really good piece I'll send you in a sec, but this is uh, from a friend, friend of the show, actual friend of the show, Mr. Greg, this morning. Um, it's a tweet with an image. The, the tweet is, communication from our school district is mostly short paragraphs letting us know they don't have a consistent plan for the fall because different entities at the local and state level keep changing the rules without telling them first. <sighs> so this is, this is the one paragraph he received this morning. On Tuesday, July 28th, Texas Attorney General Ken Paxton issued legal guidance on school opening for the upcoming school year. Um, Birdville ISD received this information at the same time it was made available to the public and has not yet had the time to review or adjust our return to school plan to incorporate this new information. Please be patient with us as we work through the latest information. Updates will be shared with the BISD community as soon as possible. Mm. So that's cool that they're giving an update, but the update is we don't really have much to tell you in an update. And it's July 29th. I can really, I, I, like, I feel that on a, on a much smaller scale, I get questions every day of, like, when are you reopening your office? When are you reopening yeah. your office? And I'm like, it's irresponsible for me to even give you an estimate. Like, it is completely, we're doing this month by month. You know, we're not keeping anything a secret. You know, there's, our plan is to, or you tweeted this, like, the really put it in a really what what was it like we're doing a ton of planning but we don't have a definitive plan like we are trying to if we if we made i mean to to, again to paraphrase eisenhower like if you if you came up with an ironclad plan right now another quote i got to get right is like you know you're basically daring god Mm -hmm. if you try to have some kind of plan that you come up with on july 29th I wonder how implementable it will be two weeks from now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, you know, this also just touches on this other thing that just shows you what a liberal cuck I am and how much I hate the economy and want, to, want everybody to, to die and fail. Is that like <laughs> this, 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 we, we have not earned <clears throat> as a country with 300 and some 20, 50 million people, we have not earned the privilege of optimism at this point. Any optimism that has been offered in the past six months has been weaponized to make terrible fucking decisions put together by the sort of people who show up at a White House press conference about how businesses are helping everyone, right? Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, yep. we have not earned optimism. We have not locked down hard enough and well enough to see this trend down nationally. Now, nationally, like, national COVID numbers, not as useful as local COVID numbers, same as national polls, not as useful as local polls. But if we if we can't get to a point where we get that RT all so so much further down, and if we can't get to where the positive rate is like less than five percent, what the fuck are we doing? You know, it's it's uh, you know, and like like in that article I just mentioned to you, the Oster woman uh, article. You know, if if you know 
so the question in her piece is, what do we do when a teacher gets COVID? So if, and that's a great question, because there's, boy, no matter what answer you give, tell me how you're planning against that future. Mm -hmm. So if you're planning to keep the school open when there's even just one case, that's good to know. But like, the, now what do we, what do we do about that? Do, if you shut it down at the first case, that's good to know. What are you going to do about that? Because if I know that there's a pretty good chance, more whiplash, if, if, uh, if there's a pretty good chance we're going to have to shut down in the first two weeks of in-class school, that's going to have a huge impact. If I had a crystal ball, that would have a huge impact on whether I send my kid to school at all. Yeah. It's not, it's not, I'm not going to throw them down the, the snow piercer mm -hmm. machine just to like <laughs> have you say, oh, now people can go to Popeye's again. Fuck that. Mm -hmm. It's insane. And but like the the trend that's driving me bananas as a liberal cuck is like what 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 game what rally do you fuckholes think you're winning by trying to get it exactly right? Stop trying to get it exactly right. Overcorrect by half an order of magnitude. Give everybody all the money for two months to stay at home. Get this thing locked down, and like th then we'll talk. But like you know, there's no credibility to anything these folks have said. So why would I why would I trust my family's health on their shitty judgment and grift? Mm -hmm. And uh, I was I was really feeling for folks this morning because I I don't know I was buying something on Amazon and it took me to the or it suggested a TI eighty three calculator which is the <laughs> you know standard. SAT, ACT, all all of that terrible nonsense that makes teenagers want to die. I had a TI for for when I was in high school. Yeah, and they're they're awesome, uh, but they're really expensive, right? And so if you're going into high school or in into college and you need this uh, like one hundred to two hundred dollar calculator, where I'm like, oh god, I forgot how fucking expensive that was. And then out of curiosity, I was like, just Googling like uh, what school supplies teachers are suggesting. And one of the things I immediately went to was like, wait, if you need this calculator uh, and, you know, you're hurting for a hundred bucks right now and then suddenly school shuts down and you don't need anymore, you just need a computer that can do the same thing like that. That a couple hundred bucks could be really useful uh, right now. Oh my goodness! That there's there's not a lot of people who can spare a hundred bucks. And let me problematize that even even further because you're making a fantastic point. I will prob problematize this further. Um, and so I'm going to talk about money for a minute, which I don't love. But you know, if you there are a lot of people in this city who um, are not suffering over much. I mean, we're we're a double income household, and we're both still working. Um, so we're at the very fortunate end of that spectrum. We have, we have more computing devices and internet speed than we have common sense. We're, we're good for any of that. It's just it's a question of which laptop <laughs> is our kid going to use. We're good, and we're still working. But like if, if, you're, if your goal of this, if you're kind of your secret agenda of this is, mm -hmm, we need to reopen schools so that everybody can get back to work. Well, okay, ask yourself this. What about the people who are at the other side of that spectrum and they don't have the computing devices mm -hmm. and they don't and their kids don't have access to that stuff and they may not have internet at the house or or whatever. Like, okay, well, ask yourself who 
is more likely to be the sort of person that you consider a more essential worker. Somebody who does development for Dropbox or somebody who is an assistant manager at an Arby's. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, whether or not you enjoy that particular uh, brand of food, I love my big beef and cheddar, whether you're really into that place or not, that's the people you're talking about. Those are the people who need, who you're going to most notice the lack of if they can't get back to work. And they are the folks who are least able to handle this on their own right now. Mm-hmm. Do, do, do you take my meaning? Yeah. It's like, it's not every, every no matter what you do, it's, it's like the coastline of Scotland problem where like... The more you stay at this very, very high level and say grandiose things like all schools need to reopen, um, the more difficult that's going to be as you go down and down and down and zoom in further and further and further until you're in one uh, given neighborhood in, say, Bayview or Hunter's Point. That's going to be very different from somebody in Pack Heights. Mm-hmm. And what, what, what job they could nominally, nominally go back to here, if there's a job to go back to. Genentech, just south of here, they're about to lay off hundreds of people like one of the biggest like um pharmaceutical like they do lots of medical things but you know there's still there's what jobs are they going to go back to and what computers are are their kids going to use so what do you do you send them to school and now you got a lady working at arby's who's you know breathing arby's exhalations all day plus you've got kids going to school You've got all these different attack vectors. I'm going to give that maybe three weeks before we have to shut everything down further than it's ever been shut down before. Because I'm a pessimist. America needs pessimists right now. It needs people to say, here's where this could go wrong. And let's be honest, here's where it just did go wrong a bunch of times. Mm-hmm. Man, what a funny episode or two. <laughs> no, I, but I, I think yeah. it... it <clears throat> I. I forget who said that, and it was really smart. It's like pessimists aren't hired to do most jobs because uh, they are. (laughs) It's closer to the truth. Like pessimists are less profitable because um, you know it's it's planning for the worst instead of just go 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 for capital, and you know the this the audacity of caring about human lives um and but it's all but also this thing with 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 the whole the whole trump rhetoric thing that's so so when i i do still watch his little talks whenever he does one of his little talks and there's there's a in addition to just repeating himself over and over about china and he closed europe and he did all these things and and dr fauci gave him a compliment about it and he repeats all that over and over but there's another thing that i feel like one explanation well, the dark explanation for all of his the shit with uh, these therapeutics is there appears to be some grift behind the scenes going on there. There's pretty definitely some grift going on behind the scenes with the Kodak pharmaceutical announcement yesterday. That's super fucked, and you're going to be hearing a lot about that. But the other one is I think he feels like he honestly, I think, believes that this has never been a big deal. Mm-hmm. But he does feel the need. He's been probably advised to say you know, uh, you know, all we remember these blessed lives looking down on us, you know, you will not have died in vain, all that kind of stuff. And he, and he, he always says, one, even one life is one life too many. I, say, I always say that. And he repeats that he always says that. <laughs> but I think in some part of his fucking lizard brain, he believes this is not only people making a big deal of nothing right now. I think he feels like people have been making a big deal out of it the whole time. He's so fucking bored with this. And I think in his 
black heart of hearts, he believes if he can tap dance just a little bit longer, it will, as he says, just disappear like mm-hmm. a miracle. Yeah. And so when he says all this bullshit, he could say stuff like, you know, take the ice bucket challenge and it'll get rid of, you know, COVID. Because it, it doesn't matter if it's true or not. It just He just needs to make people feel optimistic long enough for the, the fruits of that optimism to start sprouting. Do, yep. does that, do you know what I mean? Yeah. This comes from the season of The Sopranos that I'm watching when uh, one of the healthcare, I I don't know, the lady with one leg from Russia is like, that's the problem with you Americans. Uh, Yes. Uh, or wait, no. Uh, I know who you mean though, Kenneth Goldboot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you got into that yet. She, she's just like, uh, that's the problem with uh, um, America. You always assume or expect everything to go right, and you're the only country in the world to do that, and you don't deserve to do that. <laughs> and that's like, really yeah. good. Yeah, that's exactly how it is. We deserve nothing. Uh, but yeah, and I, I mean, I don't know. This th- was fucked up, but the when I s- saw the uh, video of, of Trump like pulling out a mask from his pocket, I was like, oh, thank God. Not because people are going to see that and be like, ah, okay, yeah, our, mm-hmm. our big boy has a mask. Maybe I should at least carry a mask. You know, he's, what could it hurt? Like, it's just those little things that... Uh, I because I, 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 I don't think he's a sociopath. I think he's just a terrible human being. Well, on top of that, who is now um, he's just extremely vain. Yeah, and that's why I think it's it's really fun to me. You, you, I think you agree with me on this. It's really great to make fun of people who care about the smallest things because it's just ah, there's some catharsis to being like. Yeah, it kind of like for for me, it it sort of sucks to be fat, but it it really sucks if you yeah. <laughs> really care about how your suit looks and how to. How... Well, and this this may or may not be why there is or is not a super secret private text channel with a friend who works on Star Wars, where we mostly just swap unflattering photos of the president. <laughs> it's just and we're like, ooh, can you get that in high res? Yeah, let me see what I can find. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like Steve's banned Steve, oh Steve my God, Steve Bannon! His, oh, that, oh, I miss that was, him. He was on my iPad for months. I promised myself he was going to be <laughs> the wallpaper on my iPad until he was out. Oh no! Wow. You know that one? There's that one photo. I'll find it for you. There's one photo you should really see. It's really quite amazing. Is that the one where you see all the pores? Really, every like, little bit, every little pop blood vessel. He's got some sepum issues going on. Then I'm like, sepum. Mm. <laughs> What's what is sepum? Oh, this is a new. thing thing that i i learned about um okay. that's this or maybe hold, hold on hold on oh fact check I, fact check um not septum sepum uh sepum the peepum sepum's nasty come a friend of the show mrs soup was talking to me about this because like it's like the white stuff that's in your pores but it's not acne oh interesting okay yeah 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 yeah. we uh my my uh my the girls in the family just got this face mask like a korean face mask that makes dirt balls on your face 
Yeah. Probably pulling out stuff like that. Yes, yes. And like some of them uh see bum. See bum. <laughs> see yeah, see bum. bum. <laughs> uh what is sebum? Just below the surface of your skin across most of your body lie tiny sebaceous glands that produce an oily substance. Oh, I get it. Sebaceous. Yes. Yeah. Uh yeah. And uh <laughs> God. Uh, yeah, and keratin. Holy shit, learning about keratin, again, this is why I'm a science fan and not a scientist. Like, oh, there's so many weird things that can go wrong with your skin and... Ah. Uh, is, this, is this something I want to know about? I, I don't know. Some, huh. s- sometimes it's just nice to do a deep dive about like the stuff that's just wrong with your largest organ because that you can't oh, think yeah. about anything else and you're like, all Lamisil, right. baby, Lamisil. 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 Yeah. That's why I said for your for your labia. It's an well, anti it's like for athlete's foot or um or like jock itch. The what is the thing that um I fuck what is I should go I, I can't reach it from here. Uh but I didn't realize that like jock itch, which I didn't know existed, uh, because I don't have testicles and but not but you can get it. No, it's not that. It's the, it's the, any kind you can also get it anywhere in your anywhere there's like a fold, like in your bathing suit area. Have you ever gotten like a rash down there? The uh well now I <laughs> Uh, not until recently, but I didn't realize that uh, I, I've never had athlete's foot, but maybe I've had athlete's foot on other parts of my body uh, because I guess it's the same thing as ringworm. And like all of the, I'm like, why oh, no. can't we call these? They're all the same. What now? And also, oh. why is it called ringworm if there's no worms involved? What's like, the deal? Uh, I did. You park on the driveway, you drive on the parkway. You know those peanuts? Oh. What is it? <laughs> <laughs> I, so that's what I did at 3 a.m. this morning. Did you? Did you? Did you? Did you? Did you? Did you add? Was I? Was I drunk or something? Did you add new things to the sheet? Oh, I did. I, oh, I need to cool. add notes. Look at you. Well, because I, uh, again, I'm trying to, I've just been dropping the ball on my life. Um, no, you're good. Don't including worry. Including putting uh, <clears throat> ch- the challenges that I think of at 3 a.m. into the spreadsheet, which I should do more. We should also think of another good Patreon reward challenge. Because mm, That's a good idea. Hey, that's thanks, idea. everybody, for being thanks here. Thanks for sticking with us. Uh, I'm going to break the fourth wall again because people ask me to talk about my dog briefly. This isn't going to be s- s- sad. Dougie's not going to like that. I know. <laughs> <laughs> that's a funny joke. The Wait, what? Your landlord's not going to like it if you break the fourth wall? The, the guests. Don't break any of his walls. <laughs> I mean, wall is a generous term for oh, what right. keeps yeah. me inside. Uh, no, my my dog died suddenly, but not surprisingly, if that makes sense. Because when your dog is 15, like, you know, it's it's happening. But I know how you've been dreading this for at least months and probably years. You've talk, talked a lot about waiting for that phone call or that text. Yeah. It's a terrible f- feeling to live with. And, and, uh, yeah, but I was, I was really lucky enough, um, to be, I just, people ask me to talk about this. And so I will, I will do it here. Uh, the, the, I, I had to like house it for my parents because don't be creepy. Um, they were helping my brother move. Don't be creepy, but yeah, I get to see my niece more. Don't be creepy, please. Uh, so I was house sitting and I'm like, oh, this dog is 
pretty spry and and still you know doing all right and this is just for give a time frame oh sorry this is um literally two weekends ago so um, just a few days before it happened the yeah literally literally days and uh mm-hmm. my mom was like she's on this heart medicine can you do, like she had been on this stuff for a while but it's like uh she had started having a cough and my mom was like can you just stay here and make sure it's all right and i do see this dog like uh e- even in like once quarantine was broken the first thing i did was like yeah we're gonna go see uh our family and see the dog uh because it's the longest i've ever gone it through my life from march to uh what was it i think may uh not not seeing the dog uh and you you guys had murphy since you were by my calculation like 17 yeah yes 16 um and the no it's not sad it's not sad i was really really lucky um and also you know you and other people were like seriously look at the chimneys go outside and the best way to see my parents is from across a lawn and a long leash with the dog and it was (laughs) it was uh really really great so anyway uh two weeks ago dog had a cough and I was like can you just also keep an eye on her and I'm like yeah sure and no it was I had first of all uh being in a house when you live in an apartment holy shit this is the biggest space I've been in in (laughs) months and uh, I forgot how to live with space I was well every time like (laughs) what do I do with this I think that every time I see somebody do like a, a video who was somebody did a wonderful video this woman did a great video and I'd responded to it. And like, I think I actually said, oh, my God, your living room is so big. <laughs> my my childhood home had a living room and a family room and a playroom. And uh, like my family is like by metric, like American m- m- metrics, not super rich, but they're only like upper middle class and, you know, every in an, in Wheaton, Illinois, which people for context might know, it's it's by Naperville. Uh, so no, I just had a lovely weekend in a big house with my dog, and a couple days later, she suddenly got really sick and passed passed away, and and that's that's it. It was sad, but uh, yeah, you know. Anyway, you you said something really helpful i think in any situation because i i like literally couldn't text him like hey you uh you're not in trouble can i call you real quick really can't record tomorrow my mom wants me to you know do some stuff for the family and you were great and you're like hey don't let anybody tell you how to grieve and i'm like oh shit yeah that's really good advice uh so thank you for that that was that was very good advice i think it's i think it's a, a fairly well this could be my cognitive bias one of many but i think i think most of us feel like a certain amount of almost shame about 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 grieving something where like there there is this sort of rational side of you that goes oh you can't do anything about it why bother but you know, that unfortunately, that impulse, which you could probably mend on your own, is amplified and buoyed by a culture that really wants to constantly, it's almost like having a baby. Everybody wants to tell you how to do this right and to tell you when you're done. That's that's a big part of it also. Mm-hmm. Is like you're, you're, so like you're, you don't need to be doing all of this histrionic stuff or, you know, you've canceled all these events. Like, don't you think, you know, it's been a week. Don't you think you should just, as they say, get over it? Mm-hmm. I, I'm not, I say this without any anger. I say this as somebody who has handled that very poorly, as I said in our call. There are people I love very much where I handle that really, really poorly. 
and it's it's like it's um you know you've you've lost something forever and you should you should get to you should get to figure out how you're going to process that in a way that is sensible to you i'm not i'm just as all very obvious but i don't know it's, it's sometimes you, it's, it's nice to though. know that like you it's okay that you're fucked up right now it's normal that you're fucked up right now and like anybody who tries to talk you out of being fucked up right now well they're not really your friend <laughs> <laughs> and well and i i i assumed that i would have a lot of guilt um because <laughs> You know, the first thing people say, like, well, it's a dog. And I'm like, yeah, I know it's a dog, but let me be sad. Um, because, but I, I mean, does somebody actually say that to you that you care about or was that a random? Oh, oh, nobody that I care about. No, well, listen, you just, I mean, every, people say a lot of things, Alex. You, it's not all. Equal. Oh, yeah. No, I didn't. Uh, that did not <laughs> affect me in any way. But I think there's so much guilt wrapped up in any sort of grief right now, because if, uh, like I've, I've had, my mom died today. I, God forbid, mm-hmm. I wouldn't fly there. Yeah. And I wish all of, all of her ch- chud and hog friends would be so fucking mad at me for not flying there mm-hmm. because she's living in a place. She texted me the other day. I sent her some dough again. And she's like, thank you so much. I went out to dinner and finally got, and I was like, Oh my God, I'm so glad you got a nice dinner in a closed mm-hmm. restaurant in Florida. But let's mostly you know try to try to stay inside she's so fucking bored and she's surrounded with by chuds and hogs who are all telling her that this is a hoax Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and you know what i mean and it's like but i I wouldn't do it i mean i don't know They, they they say the transmission on planes is not as bad as you might guess but i don't love being on a plane the best of cases i'm certainly not gonna go there long enough to bring back a, a fuck ton of Florida virus to my family. Yep. Yep. And, and people would judge you for that. And I mean, like the, the, it's like, Oh, well, of course they would, especially <laughs> the color of their crystal is like, Oh my God, you're letting this hoax keep you from taking care of this most important piece of family business in your life, mm-hmm. which yeah. I, I, I understand that point of view. I mean, but you might as well also believe that I could grow wings and fly that way. Like, believe whatever you want. But, like, pfft. yeah, that, that's a good idea. Let's bully somebody into, like, endangering their health. That's a really good idea. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's how, like, uh, I, I've, my family has been lucky enough that the, like, my family members who have gotten COVID, no one has passed away. But the, we have had family members die since the, um, you know, since the pandemic, but not from COVID. And Mm -hmm. it almost felt guilty to be sad about that. And then I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with me? Like, yeah. Uh, you know, it's it's sad. An old relative died, and it's it's sad. Uh, it sucks that we can't have a funeral <laughs> for, mm-hmm. until who knows when. But uh, I and oh, this is so fucked up. But I am somewhat grateful that the people that people the more shall we say conservative folks uh, in my family got COVID and then le- uh, recovered. But that my grandparents were like, "Oh shit, this is super real," and they don't go outside now and i'm like oh thank christ and that's such a terrible thing or rather at first at first glance it's like oh that's a terrible horrible thing to think because Mm -hmm. 
I, uh, my my I mean, uncle's what is it, had what is healthcare. It gonna take? And, what is it going to take? Yeah, exactly. Like because uh, to a person, every single person who gets this, for the most part, says, like I say, it's like Steve Holt. You know, study hard, guys. <laughs> trust me. Where they get like very, very, very sick. I mean, Herman Cain has been in the hospital and is still on oxygen after one month. And oh, maybe yeah. that's what it takes. And you know, there's the we need a better name for this, but the dark conversations of the forbidden thoughts that you only have with a very small number of people. Mm-hmm. I had one of those this morning, which is one that we end up having once a month. Is like, it's going to take, I th- I'm starting to honestly believe this is not a wish. It is not a hope. I'm not wishing ill on anybody. But I do feel like, especially with the news of Gomer, um, it's going to take a bunch of fucking powerful men very near Donald Trump. These are all important. Powerful men mm-hmm. near Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. dying from this it's got to yep. be a few there's gonna have to be people in his cabinet will have to die before anything substantial is done about this mm-hmm. or or maybe i don't know my god god forbid baron or melania it's gonna take somebody that he actually cares about or and or somebody where it is now officially close enough to him somebody he knows died and you know may maybe may have given it to him that I I'm starting to wonder if even that at this point would be enough to take this seriously. Would they just bundle him away and put him in an attic for a month? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I, I don't know, and I don't think that's sure. It's it's dark, but you're not wishing harm on anybody. It's just the reality of like. <laughs> well, it's like that lady said about about the you know the she had a great name for this, but like what if the if the Earth were attacked by aliens, wouldn't we all? not only want to but have to choose to work together mm-hmm. and she was saying well i'm increasingly not so sure that's the case yeah in fact it could be turns out could be that the the more grave the threat the more this factionalism picks up mm-hmm. so yeah. i've really been trying to reframe my thinking of like <sighs> okay you definitely disagree with these people you know that this is wrong, but also you have all of your own biases in your mind of like, yes, this group of people are the ones who bullied you and these are the baddies. When, I mean, I have such a small, small, small influence on the people I come in contact to, but it's kind of like the this is water, uh, David Foster Wallace type thing of Mm -hmm. like, well, this kind of isn't water anymore because every little thing uh, you have to consider over and over again. It's like that that person, if you're going to, maybe this person is having a bad day. Well, what if you talk to them or like, I don't know. I'm. How do I even put this? Like, well, this is this is not dissimilar from something I did yesterday that I see myself doing a lot more which is I, I was about to say something to Dan, and I said, I hope I can be forgiven for saying something political. And I heard those words come out of my mouth, and I realized that there are two, at least two false things about that sentence. One is that what I'm about to say is not political, mm-hmm. and second, I don't care about your forgiveness for it. Yeah, yeah. 150,000 people are fucking dead because of these fucking ding-a-lings. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And like we're still having this thing where like, and if you, you you go and watch, go which one of the one of the recent interviews? Oh, it might have been at the press conference. But every time 
Trump gets any kind of question that isn't, you know, an opportunity for him to brag, he comes up with some kind of, we'll see what happens, both sidesism. Mm-hmm. Like we're talking to, talking to Jonathan Axios and saying like, uh, you know, why oh, didn't yeah. you ask Putin about the bounties? And it's like, hey, well, listen, believe me, America's not so great. We've, uh, we've given a lot of money to some very bad hombres. And it's like, he always does that. And it's like, that is not, that's not a moral compass. Mm-hmm. That's a post ergo hoc excuse for being shitty. Okay. I'm, I'm very hoarse. I'm a little pony. <laughs> no, I think it's important. Like, yeah. like I'm sorry. Get... I, 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 was I distracting you? Did I take you off your grief? Oh, <laughs> no. No, but that's, I mean, I, I admit it was nice to sort of like be offline for a week. That was, uh, that was great. But, but then it kind of reinforced, uh, coming back online, it reinforced the like a narrative of, in, or narrative in my own mind of like, was it irresponsible of me to like, just not really look at the news outside of like Chicago news for a week because everything changes so, so quickly. Um, mm-hmm. And I don't, I don't know because would any of my actions have really changed? I, I don't know. Like, am I, I am I, am I causing myself harm by w- watching all this stuff, or am I uh, causing other, uh, like, am I causing myself harm by watching this, maybe, or am I causing other people harm by like not knowing this and maybe sort of putting my yeah, head but, like, in the sand? What would you? Yeah, I I don't know. What would you do different? You know, I, I was urinating this morning and I had this idea of like, you know, I, as much as I want to do this, I don't see myself doing it anytime soon, but I would like to spend less time on Twitter because I don't think it makes me happy. And I was thinking about something like options for something like screen time where I could say only allow me this much time per day. But like that is, if you stop and think about it, a, a really very, very, very blunt instrument. Like mm-hmm. I, yep. I, I don't do any of that stuff with my kids' devices, even though at some point we probably will. But we'd have the talk before she just realizes that TikTok won't work. But it made me want something that would be very difficult to do anytime soon. But it makes me wish there were something like screen time, but it would be for different pieces of app functionality. Mm-hmm. Do you know what yes. I mean? Like, yeah. And we're like, you know, it's a, I've always been a little bit skeptical of these all or nothing solutions like email bankruptcy. It's kind of a kind of a, it's a very interesting idea, a little bit of privilege that you can just throw all your email away. Fine. I get that. I, I If it's email, you're never going to respond to. Well, I should write about that someday. But I do <laughs> wish there was a way to be a little bit more granular about what I am not allowed to do um, or see in an app at a given time. In the same way that I always craved an easy way to compose something in Gmail without seeing my inbox, I wish there was a way to sort of regulate, like, if, how about this? Here's one. Uh, my Twitter, my, my political Twitter list, Max's 2019 and 2020 political Twitter list. Like, how about I, I, I get the, I want the ability to put a limit of X minutes on that per day, but I mm-hmm. still want to be able to see my main timeline and respond to people and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I know that's, that would be kind of a lot to ask, but what I really, I mean, it's, in this, it's not really so different from what Syracuse and I were saying about screen time. Like every year that goes by this whole, like all screen time is bad thing seems more insane. Mm-hmm. Was well, your kid not allowed to have screen time now? How will they do school? That's screen time. Yep. Like, don't be a fucking idiot. So, you know, we've got to be more subtle. He's a kind of a sharper blade to figure out how we want to slice this. And for me, one of that would be like, 
Um, don't let me do long threads after midnight. <laughs> <laughs> but just saying shut off the router, you know, that ain't it, Chief. Yeah, I, well, and honestly, part of the new shortcuts uh, thing, like having having those timers involved, the the automated, um, or, or not timers, but uh, yeah, you can, you can set shortcuts to go off at a, be or like run at a certain time now which i am excited about because i believe now you can enforce uh i should look this up man i i'm so excited for arm max uh oh no like being able to trigger uh like launching something at a certain time or closing an app at a certain time the closing of an app at a certain time is what and you do that so like if you wanted to do stuff like that with HomeKit stuff you still do that in shortcuts through the personal or shared automations thing, right? Yeah, you have to go to the automations thing, which is it's still kind of weird and confusing to me. But I, I mean, to sort of go deeper into the not not just screen time, but along with uh, my fav one of my favorite tweets ever from from Scott that was like, mm, "Bad bad week for nuance." Like, no, bad bad decade for. For nuance, like <laughs> I want to take a, a sharp blade to to ev- everything because mm-hmm. oh, yeah. like it's I, so funny because when you say screen time, the two optional names for that for the next version would be um, uh, screen attention or attention time. It's, it's not just the time that I spend; it's where I spend that time vis-a-vis where my attention gets focused for how long. Because mm-hmm. as yeah. we know, those are sides of a coin. But yeah. Let's pick a challenge. <clears throat> I'm losing my voice. Yep, yep, yep. You've added some interesting things here. Mm, have I? Is um is auto is automatic device switching working for you? No. It works a little bit for me on some devices. I talked about this in the in the new Slack, but it kind of works, but not really. But I think it's going to be great when it does work. I if if there are any people out there who want another. Uh, home pod beta tester i'm just saying i'm right you want to get seated you want to get seated oh you want to be in the seed program oh yes yes i please plant your seed in me i am mm. happily happily mm-hmm. ready for a seat i wish to be be seated <laughs> <laughs> seed me your will seed me with your pod it doesn't matter how sad i am there will be program. There will be semen jokes. Sailors in your mouth. Sailors in your mouth. <laughs> okay. Oh. Well, let's... <laughs> what does he say? May I May I apprentice with you? <laughs> okay. All right. Um, uh, face care with Tiff would be fun. Indeed. That might be a, that might be a two-weeker. That that could be a two or three weaker because that would take some stuff getting. That would well not just stuff getting but like uh skin oh regimen do the regimen yeah yeah true. I I've true, true. been doing this thing or rather I was gonna start doing this the sebum like purge situation and it, it's it's like you should see results within twelve weeks I'm like that is literally longer than it takes for a. <laughs> For like an antidepressant to kick in. Oh my god! Uh, and I, God, skin is fucking weird. I uh, like. Yeah. 
<laughs> my my headspace is weird. Oh, uh, and the other thing. Okay, so I put in. Uh, this is a challenge, you said. The oh, oh yeah, <laughs> the, the <laughs> so one of my proposed challenges for the future is to watch Summer Wars because if you Good remember, movie. that was one of the challenges we did. Oh, is that how I ended up watching it? Yes, but it was really bad because I, I referenced that in the Millennium Actress discussion. Oh, yeah, I, st- I still haven't watched it, so I still have not listened to that episode. Uh, <laughs> I'm very excited, though. She watched the first 10 minutes. It seems very ambitious. <laughs> uh, well, I mean... If you want, I can slide you the raw copy of the Sullivan Generator episode. Uh, wouldn't be... Or you want to wait? You want to wait for the real one? I, w- I will wait, okay. because I've, I'm not not ca- not caught up. Spo- spoiler, John didn't love it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so amazed John was not that into Shark Tank. <laughs> He had criticisms on many, many levels about the show. Which which episode is it that you're S three E eleven Blondie's cookies? Uh, the guy with the shirt when you sweat, you can see something on the shirt. Sullivan generator and the return of Copa Divino, <gasps> James. Oh, the generator, yes. Oh, this is exciting. G O L D gold. <laughs> He also he also writes music and uh, makes clothing for ladies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's uh, got over a thousand patents. You know, like Syracuse, the layers of an onion. Really, mm-hmm. he's an so, interesting guy. Who... <laughs> um, I would watch Summer Wars. I thought you liked OmniFocus. Tell me about that. I uh, hold on. Let me. Uh, what was? Um... Oh, that was a uh, builds some task task manager update. A task manager update be, just because I've been sort of doing my own like life audit of how to do things to stop this was even pre last uh, mm. challenge or t- two weeks ago challenge of uh, you know I want to stop having to drive the elephant so much I I want to I want to ride the elephant don't don't want to drive it um, <laughs> and I kind of think it's interesting how you get uh, how everybody is getting things things done if you will mm-hmm. uh but that's again these are just like uh no, totally um fine. i want to I, I think it would be fun to talk about big sir but that's way it's way too early uh because what my favorite probably my favorite moment from the rec dips we did last night was because i so rarely say something then and syracuse agrees with me we were talking about window management and he has a long Ooh. bit about window management. Oh, you don't say. Um, not just finder windows, but he has a lot to say about window management. Mm-hmm. But there's one point where I was saying, like, it's like the, of all the things that I really am not loving about Big Sur, the one that's driving me the most bananas. So, like, it's on my 16-inch MVP that I use mostly at home sitting on the couch. And there is no window anywhere on the computer that looks like the front window right now. Every single window looks like it's in the background. Mm-hmm. And he was yeah. like, we will be talking about this on the next ATP. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's so light. And I'm like, am I losing my vision? Why does there, Why is everything so like, like uh, what? Like E-E-E-E-E-E or C-C-C-C-C-C. Why is everything so like light gray? It's super, super weird. The menus look like tear-off menus. It's I, crazy. Why is it disconnected? I mean, I'm sure like in in like with uh, iOS 7, like in a couple of years, we're going to be like, ah, I see why they do that. Glad that they changed this and like roll, rolled it back. 
but for you know the big uh, people are gonna hate this it's so boring um but you know like changing to apple silicon or or, or so yeah. arm when you're doing a when you're moving a ton of the furniture around right yeah like for for this ui to come along with that i don't know if it is good or oh sorry one, one second hello what's up Oh my God! Don't. <laughs> I just wanted you to know that I was home. You, you didn't like make any eye contact. Oh, okay, okay. So you didn't oh. Like, freak out. Oh, you freaked hi, me Matt. out. Say hi Talk to Merlin. To Matthew, I said hi. Hi, <laughs> Matthew. Matt, uh, Matt just normally doesn't come in here when I'm recording, <laughs> so I. <laughs> oh, but, I literally never know. But he could hear the histrionics from under the crack in the door. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, all right, bye. Are you okay? <laughs> oh, he scared the shit out of me. Uh, although that was my bad. Okay, one hour. Let's pick this. We got to get out of here. One hour. hour. Uh, ba, ba, ba. Uh, the Sims with Quinn. Do you want that to be a future one? I am. Oh, yeah. These are all like future type okay. ones. Um, oh, sorry. Real quick. Summer Wars. Uh, okay. s- the reason I suggest suggest doing that is because it's one of the challenges that, we, challenges that we did, but we never released the episode because it was a bad, bad episode. And it's. I think that's a great idea. And it's. I think it'd be good to talk about why it was a bad episode. Um, so did you watch it? You watched it. Uh, Summer Wars or Summer Wars. Oh yeah, many many times. It's one of my favorite. Really? Okay. Movies. Yeah yeah yeah. Okay. Uh, cool. We'll make that challenge. Uh oh. Okay. Sure. One hour, Alex. One it's hour. Noon. Oh, it's oh, noon or know, two, I'm depending sorry. on where you live. Uh, no, I love talking to you, but I I have four more podcasts. No, I know, do. I know. Uh, let's let's just do that one, and also talk to Don and Tiff about a. <gasps> yes, yes, yes. Yeah, yes, I yes, want yes. a mask, and you know, just just a big uh, as you put a ketchup here. So yeah, ketchup. Um, ketchup. Ke- ketchup. ketchup. Oh, ketchup. ketchup. Okay. Ketchup with Dr. Don. Um, ketchup. So yeah, wa- challenge. Watch uh, Summer Wars. Summer Wars, and let me hit the just watch, which now is a saved search in Watch Bar. Oh, custom custom search templates in Watch Bar are the best. I mean, I've got it. Yeah, yeah, I've got it in my bespoke collection. But do you have a, you have a copy you like mm, of Summer Wars? I mean, uh, just... I think I've got a pretty good one. Oh, I have. I mean, I've I've got the Blu-ray. I've got the iTunes. Oh wow! Okay. One, it for some reason it is listed as a TV show on uh, I what is it? iTunes, Apple huh. Movie. Who who the fuck? Wait, 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 hang on. You could you could wait. You tell me you can buy it on the Apple Store. Yeah. Not according to Just Watch. Oh, you can get it on Vudu. Vu- holds the phone. Real is it called? Summer movies? Wars 2009, yeah. Is and it's not in. Uh, Let me go check my truck. I want to. Uh, then I don't. Mm, fuck. All right. So what would be another challenge? If never mind. It might. I might have not. I might not be logged in or something. I don't know what's happening here. No, it's good. Good. We'll okay. do it. We'll do it. Say something funny. The um, sebum.